Good evening, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome to the Sherrard Show. I'm your host, Sherrard. Hope you're having a wonderful Wednesday evening, ladies and gentlemen. It's beautiful here in Southern California. Wherever you are, I hope it's beautiful as well. The Sherrard Show is brought to you by Essence Television, where you can see this episode right now live on Essence Television. Just look at your monitor and you see Essence Television, as well as you can be able to listen to it on iHeartRadio, one of our other featured sponsors. So if you missed this episode on Essence Television, you can also listen to it on iHeartRadio. Have an exciting show, ladies and gentlemen. This young lady is absolutely beautiful. She is a, a food connoisseur but she's also a businesswoman. And she is one of the television hosts for a Dining Diva television show. And she goes all over the world, meeting with celebrities and tasting some of the best food of your life. And she's first time here on the Sherrard Show and I'm so excited to have her on, Miss Christine Curon. Welcome to the Sherrard Show. How are you this evening, young lady? What's up, Sherrard? Thank you for having me. I love her. She gave me the greeting, ladies and gentlemen, that she has on her show. I appreciate having you on um, this evening and taking time on your busy schedule. So tell us a little bit about your start. First of all, you, you've been in the industry for a long time. You're a very young lady, but tell us a little bit about your start in being in the industry. Oh, man. Well, I mean, let, let's make this short and sweet, but I have been in this industry for 15 years, entertainment. So I started as a model went into acting, went into TV hosting. Um, I've interviewed hundreds of celebrities on TV. And from there, I kind of felt like my, my skill set wasn't being utilized at its maximal potential. So I decided to, I wanted to get paid to eat and drink on TV. So I created Dining Divas. And throughout all of that, I've also booked over 700 women for um, acting, modeling, fashion shows. Um, I've also thrown some massive events um, like a VIP model search, with 50 models and 12 celebrity judges and 450 attendees. Um, I, I've just done a lot of really, really fun, cool stuff in the industry of entertainment. And that's all I know. So uh, right now I'm working on some wicked cool projects. So I've been part of the celebrity boxing um, journey for the last 10 years. I've thrown some major events down here in South Florida. And right now we're bringing Lamar Odom and Aaron Carter. Okay, this is like Kardashians versus Backstreet Boys to Fort Lauderdale, okay? And I've done some pretty cool celebrity boxing events. As a matter of fact, I actually boxed in one of them. Yeah, that's what I was gonna say, Christine. You not only <laughs> thrown parties, you also thrown some hooks, is that correct? I have, I have, I mean, <laughs> as best as I could. I trained for 10 weeks, I did my best, I, I got the belt, okay? It was a very nasty fight, but I got that, I got that belt. Wow. So, <laughs> now, what is it now? Now, what did you learn or what did you gain from training for 10 weeks to become a boxer? Did you get a gain or garner a new respect for professional boxers? I mean, a loss. I lost 10 pounds. Okay. It's not a gain, it's a loss, <laughs> <laughs> which is still a gain in a woman's world. But now, how do you look at boxing and boxers now when you see what they have to go through when you just went through 10 weeks just to do a celebrity boxing thing? They do this for their, for the, for their career and as their career. What are your I, thoughts I, on that? I'm not jealous at all. I don't want nothing to do with that dieting and that workout and that, I mean, it was just, it was so rough. You know, like I like to stay fit and I do work out and I eat good, but when you get in that ring and you start, I mean, and we're, we're using boxing gloves that are not normal boxing weight, right? They're, they're heavy. Um, cause that, that's, what's legal, but the, the power and the energy behind it and what you, I mean, it's just like, there's no amount of training that you can do to pre like pre-plan for something like that. 
So when you saw Nate Robinson, when you saw Nate Robinson get knocked out um, on that car, same card with uh, Mike Tyson and Roy Jones Jr., what were your thoughts? <laughs> Man, I'm telling you, I have a new respect for boxing and just and just fighting in general. MMA is obviously just brutal, but just fighting in general, it's so rough and it's so. I mean, knowing what it feels like to do a one-round box. Like I did three one-minute rounds, right? And I mean, by the third round, I'm like, <gasps> like, and I trained for this. I mean, I worked every day in and out. I ran, I, I had the best boxing coach. I, I mean, I worked with Billy Patton, you know, kudos to Billy Patton. I mean, they, they hooked me up and it just, there's no words to describe what it takes to be a real fighter. Well, well so you, you, you better you're, not watch our fight. <laughs> Well, you're a lot more than just a boxer, um, as well as a diva. You're a businesswoman that does some really big things. First of all, where did you get your business acumen from? Who was that that put it in you and planted the seed to be this mogul that you are? Oh, man. Well, I, I, I got to give kudos to my mom and my dad. You know, my mom is a teacher, but she was always a, an entrepreneur spirit. And my father has been a, you know, just an entrepreneur his whole life and, and very successful at it. But I think I take what they've given me to the next level. I, I think both my dad and my mom are so intrigued by all of my crazy ideas and what I do. And I think right now at 36 years old, I'm in the best position of my life. I'm partnered with some of the biggest people. Like, I don't even know how blessed I've become because like COVID, you think a lot of people went backwards and I went forwards like hardcore. And I thought I went backwards at first. I was like, oh my God, you know, restaurants are closed down. How am I going to do my TV show about food and eating at restaurants, but all it did was make me 10 times the businesswoman that I already was and put me in a position that I am now partnered with Wilhelm Cashin, who's the head of the Tesla foundation. He's twice my age and he's worked with Elon Musk in his time. And that is my business partner. And we're building a platform for influencers and my, um, my other business partner, Brian Breach, who is the creator and the host of America's Gone Viral that I'm producing all of this intertwines together and I am so grateful for this partnership. And then on top of him, I have my other business partner, Alfred Adams, who I'm on the phone today for 30 minutes with Bob Wall. Okay, Bob Wall, you just look him up, all right? He is partners with, um, you know, the, the Chuck Norris and they, you know, built a $186 million company together. I mean, these are the people I'm working with now and it's, it's that tenacity, that's nonstop drive, that constant just gets to the next level. Keep doing what you're doing, build it, and they will come to you. And that's what I've been doing. And these are all partners on all different uh, facets of my life. And I'm just so grateful for the people that are working with me right now. It's amazing. Now, how does it feel um, being a businesswoman in this industry that's um, populated or that's dominated mainly by men? How do you feel about that? Well, first of all, you know, behind every good man is a good woman, okay? <laughs> no, I mean, I think that what, what I bring to the table is my tenacity, my drive, my ambition, and the way I speak to people. Like, I'll look you in the eyes. I got big eyes, by the way. And I will let you know, I, I, I'm not intimidated. And I come at you with a very a feminine approach, but also a very masculine approach. I think I, I, I meet both of them in the middle. And I think that's why people appreciate and respect me. And I and I, you know, I, I'm very creative and I bring something to the table, you know, like there's nothing that you can say, hey, you know, I could have done that without her. No, like, no, she brought that and that's a great idea. And I, I think that a lot of 
people in this industry, they get they get stuck and hooked on one person's opinion. I sat in two meetings last week where I had men or people in general, doesn't matter what they were, just they just kind of like down my my what I was working on in my approach because they didn't know enough about what I was doing. I sat there, I took their opinion, I smiled, I shook my head. I thanked them for their time and I walked out and I was okay with it because I knew that they didn't listen long enough to understand what I was working on and they don't know who I'm working with. Like the people that are my partners are 10 times their value, but I don't need to explain that to everybody. I need to know that if you don't see what I bring to the table within the first 10 minutes of meeting me, I don't need to tell you what else I have behind and in the chef's kitchen, right? I don't need to let you know what I'm cooking. (laughs) <laughs> you don't see what I'm doing in the first 10 minutes that I speak to you. You don't deserve to know what's behind the, behind the kitchen. So it sounds like someone was prejudging you before. They, they weren't even listening. They were just prejudging you. And I'm young. Gonna... I'm a woman. I'm this. I'm, I'm, I'm too wild. I got too much. I don't care what your opinion is of me. At the end of the day, I get it done. And my, my, re- my reputation and my resume speaks for itself. And that's the great thing about her. She's been doing things. Now, let's first of all talk about um, Dining uh, Divas. I love that. I just love what I was seeing with that. Now, um, how is it with you and all the ladies? Uh, Tell us a little bit about what it's like going out with all the ladies to these restaurants and how much pressure you put on these chefs, all these beautiful women coming in, and they have to fix their best meal for you. Tell us a little bit about that. Well, I'm all about women empowerment. So, you know, my first 15 years in this business, I I booked talent and all of it was women and made sure that the women were taken care of, you know, as a single mother and a young entrepreneur myself. So when I went into Dining Divas after doing celebrity interviews, I was like, I want to make sure we have a really good time. We feel appreciated and we're respected in our industry. And I feel like there's a strength in numbers. So everyone's like, oh, you should just do it with like one girl. I'm like, nope, mm-mm, nope, we're going to have five, six girls. So we have six girls. We all have a, a, a different name. So I'm the spicy diva. We have a sweet diva, sizzling diva, savory diva, succulent diva, saucy diva, sweet diva. So all those different names, which everybody can relate to a name. And we really fill out those personality types. And we have a great time. We go out and we eat and we have fun and we just bring us a tenacity and a different, you know, perspective on food that I think that if you watch Food Network or you watch anything to do with, um, you know, food, it's usually not the most attractive people, not to be, you know, rude or anything, but let's be honest. Like, when do you see hot women who love to eat on TV? I feel like we're missing that. We're missing that on TV. So I brought that to the table. I brought the person. It's like housewives meets driving diners and dives. Yeah. Now, um, why do they call you spicy? Is it because you like spicy food or because you're just a spicy kind of personality? I mean, do I really need to explain this to you? <laughs> we already well, know my personality is spicy, but I love uh, spicy food too. Well, you know, um, uh, questions that I that I know are the answer to are automatically millions of fans watching. I have to ask because it's going to be asked shortly. So we covered that already. <laughs> now, when it comes down to being in this industry, tell me a little bit about some of the things that you re- absolutely love about it and some of the things that kind of frustrate you in 15 years of doing this. You know, I'm 36, right? Like I'm age is just a number. I do not defy it. I deny it. All right. But Um, I think that, you know, when I was 20, 21, 22, and I first started out, you know, there was definitely a stipulation of she's hot. She's, she's, you know, she's dumb, right? Like that's a normal, uh, ideology of men in this industry. 
and I had to prove myself and it was a lot of proving. And now I think that my name is so reputable. I don't have to do that anymore. Like I, everyone knows me, everything's a referral at this point. I, I literally ran in here and I was like five minutes out of like a two hour meeting. I like ran in here, got the computer. I'm like, I'm here, but you know, everything's referrals. Now I'm in meetings, 24 hours a day, seven days a week. And, um, I'm respected now in the industry, but I had to earn that. And I think that that goes with any minority group, whether you're women or color or whatever the situation is, you know, we all have to earn our place and, and the respect that, you know, letting people know that, Hey, it's not about what you're seeing. It's about what's in here. And I've got that. And, um, so now that I'm here and I've got it to that point, my biggest thing is to try to help other people in my position, because I think that goes with any industry. I don't know. I've only been in entertainment for 15 years, so I don't know any of but I would assume that every industry you kind of have to if you're the young, the, the young buck, you kind of have to prove yourself, right? If you're the, the, the oddball out, you kind of have to like show that you, you know, that you're smarter and more intelligent. And I don't see it as a, um, as a obstacle. I see it as a, a challenge and I love to be challenged. So, oh, you got something to say? Like I, I sat in a meeting, I swear to you, Sherard, last week. And this guy, the way he came off to me is like, oh, if it was, if you could do like that, everybody would be doing it. And I just sat there and I smiled. And I listened, I nodded my head respectfully. I said, thank you for your time. And I walked out. This man did not even research me before he came into a meeting with me, which is very disrespectful. You should know who you're speaking to before you walk into a meeting. And the way he was talking to me as if like, I'm like a child and I know nothing about this and does not know who I am. So these kind, you have to know your tribe. Don't get offended by people who are not in your tribe. Understand that there's people that just don't understand who you are and you respectfully thank you for your time and you move on you know ignorance is real in this industry as you know and people will turn around and challenge you and say foolish things but when you make it all of a sudden they're the ones that say can can i can, can you help me I out please? <laughs> <laughs> it's a fun now, time exactly so you know you keep on pushing there's so many people proud of you we see the comments i see the comments we'll get the questions we are speaking to the lovely christine curon she is from dining tv but she's also a mogul she has so many big things going on and the one thing that's amazing about it is that she's so small she's so thin she eats all this beautiful food everywhere but yet she's maintained a beautiful <laughs> don't figure. let this jacket fool you okay no, <laughs> tell us a little bit about the secret though of eating all that good food and being able to still to stay trim in the midst of it Okay, you already know the secret. The secret is you taste it, you don't devour it, all right? You just take a little spoonful, try everything, talk about it, and then you tell the busboy, take it away. <laughs> That's great. Now, um, you know, it's interesting, you know, being in the industry that you are in and the things that you have done. Sometimes you can get burnt out. Sometimes you can uh, feel like, you know what, this is so frustrating in terms of that, especially when before you got to where you are now. What was the things that kept you motivated, Christine, in the midst of, you know, oh, I know this deal is going to close, but then all of a sudden it falls apart or whatever. What's the thing that you do to be able to keep you motivated? Sure. That is probably the best question a host. Man, you're a good, you're a good host. I mean, I've interviewed a ton of celebrities. Your questions are on point. Oh, thank um, you so much. Man, I get, I get demotivated every single week. I mean, I think anybody, no matter who you are or what you're doing or what's happening, I, I think that no matter how big you are, you have your moments of just like, you feel kind of depressed or kind of down. I get my serotonin, my dopamine levels. Everything has to be like spiked, right? Like it's like, that's my drug is work, right? And it comes with news. Like someone's like, hey, I talked to so-and-so. Like right now, like, shh. 
I'm supposed to get a, a call back from Netflix tomorrow on a, on a certain deal, right? And that's just one of like 50 projects. So my dopamine level is like, hey, you got to the next round, right? I hear that last week. I'm like, woohoo. So now I'm like, done and a, you know, and that keeps me motivated for a week. And then, you know, I've had down. So like, I'm also part of the Influential Model Awards, which is a Grammy style award show. I'm a partner on with my partner, Jared Knowles and we were supposed to have that last year and then COVID hit and that we worked so hard and we were flying women in from all over the world for these like 26 different categories, best in beauty, best in entrepreneurship, best in dance, best in, you know, combat and sports. And we've created this own, our, tro our own trophy that was like 10 times better than all the golden globe trophies out there. And it was a, it was a hit. It was a hit to the, to the, you know, to the heart that's like, man, I worked so hard for like, year and a half and then we can't even do this event and so I think the trick of it is is having a lot of projects and understanding that when one goes up and the other one goes down you can bring the other one up and in order to be successful in the entertainment industry as someone who's been in this for 15 years I have done so many things you cannot rush the the process you have to let one naturally grow sometimes it'll go really fast and it'll stop and then the other one that was slowly growing all of a sudden grows and you just got to kind of go with the flow. If you try to force it, it's never going to work, you know, and that's you know, what the, Diva is everything. Now, um, in this industry, for those who don't know, this is an industry of rejection. Um, <laughs> no, you're talking like 99 to one, no exactly. matter who you are. Exactly. But um, oftentimes I teach, and I'm sure you probably get a uh, second this sentiment as well, Christine, is that you got to turn an N-O into a K-N-O-W. You had mentioned earlier about the gentleman who was like, yeah, uh-huh, uh-huh. But he didn't N-O you. He just didn't K-N-O-W you. He didn't know enough about you, and he really Thank wasn't you. trying to explore it. That is, dude, you are the best host Man, I'm going to give you the host award at my show because you I are the one. best. You are the best. Like, the stuff you're saying is so on point and you're coming back with the best stuff because that is very true. Like, I could have went at it like, hey, you don't know who I am. I just respectfully took his what he said. Thank you. I, I gave him a few things back, but not to be like, look, I don't have time to sit here for two hours and explain to you who I am. You didn't do your homework and I'm not going to do it. But I took it. And what I'm going to do is right now I'm finishing a new deck and I'm going to send him an email when, and I'm going to you know, wait two weeks, send me an email, make sure that all my links are in there and just politely send two sentences because that's what you do. Thank you for your time. Appreciate what you had to say. I, I respect your opinion and you're right about certain things. And also this is what I'd like you to see because he did not look me over enough <laughs> and then give him the time. And it, because I don't have time to waste my energy and trying to explain who I am. Right. And I don't think you do either. And I don't think anybody should. I think it's, I think in this industry, it's not even about what you've done. It's not even about your resume. Let's be honest. It's about your energy. And if you, if you can actually make something happen, like, are you somebody who talks? Or are you somebody who does something? Because if Very you're not, good. I don't give a crap if you are brand new to the scene. You come to me with the right energies and the right, you know, you got the right tenacity. I'll bring you under my wing. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. Very good. Yeah, this, this young lady's all about business. I love it. Now, people like us, for example, you know, um, I don't need to ask you how your day begins because you're an early bird. You don't sleep probably past six o'clock, maybe five o'clock. And before you know it, you're answering emails, you're looking at texts, you're doing this and all that because the ideas are always running in your head. 
But for people like us, it's not necessarily the success at the end of the project. It's usually the journey. So once we receive the success, um, courtesy of the Lord, then all of a sudden we're looking at the journey, but that makes it so sweet. And we're off to the next project. Is that correct, Christine? Oh my God, Sherrod, you're speaking my language. Where have you been all my life? Thank you, Sharon, for bringing us together. Like, I feel like we're like right here together. Um, it's all about the journey. As much as the journey can be frustrating and sometimes, you know, demotivate you. It's like, it's those little humps. Like I was saying, it's that dopamine, that serotonin high that keeps you going. It's like an up and it's like a roller coaster, up and down, up and down, all around. And it's, it's exciting and it's, it's, and it's fruitful. It makes you, and it, you, you learn so much that then you can implement into other projects and, it's so fun when you can figure out how to integrate all of your things and all the people that you're working with together. Like, dude, you got to meet so-and-so because you guys could work together and it makes you feel good that you're helping other people in your industry. You know, it's beautiful um, for things like that. And I'm sure, I don't know if you're, um, I'm sure the questions will be posed. We'll get your questions in a moment. Um, but I'm sure the guys are watching and they're asking, is this woman single? Is she married? <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm not single. I'm actually dating um, somebody that I went to high school with and we've been having a great relationship and, and I'm very happy. So very good. Very good. So but I have a lot of tiny divas that are single, Sherard. Just saying. okay. Okay. I'll, I'll be sure to refer the guys to it um, since they're watching the show. If they're watching the show uh, tonight, again, we are speaking to the lovely Christine Curon. She is an entrepreneur. She's a mogul. She's also a television host. She connects people together and she's the liaison between being $2 rich and being $2 billion rich <laughs> on the Sherrod Show. We will be taking your questions in a moment. Again, the Sherrod Show is brought to you by Essence Television as well as iHeartRadio. Having a great time with this young lady. Now, um, back to the uh, rejection part of the business. Give us some advice, Christine, for those who are watching on how they should uh, take it, um, rejection in this industry. Because a lot of people, they, they feel they got it, they got it, they got it, they crash, and then that's the end of them in the industry. So what kind of advice would you give? Man, I will tell you that it doesn't matter where you are in any industry, you are going to be told no. And it does not get easier. It does not get easier. And, and it's, it's such a crush for all your hard work and all the time you put out. And sometimes it's because someone else is going through their own personal problems and, and whatever it is. Um, but you just have to, you have to stay laser focused on what you're trying to accomplish. And you have to remember that your, your ideas in a creative world is not going to always complement everybody else's ideas. And if they had that idea, they'd be doing it. So if you're going to someone and they're shutting you down it's because they don't, they're not a creative. They're not an outside the box thinker. They're, you're going to them for a sponsorship. You're going to them for a partnership. You're going to them for some kind of support. And they're the reason why they work for somebody else is because they're not capable of doing it themselves. So if they say no, or if they shut you down, or if they say something negative that hurts your heart or your feelings for all the hard work you've done, you got to take it with a grain of salt. You got to, you know, just literally brush it off your shoulder yourself in the mirror and say I got this they just don't understand me and that's what I had to do last week with that guy and trust me it was hard well ladies and gentlemen we're going to take a quick commercial break and hopefully uh we'll have Christine back as soon as we come back from our commercial break I'm Sherard we'll be right back right after this
Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen, to the Sherrard Show. I'm your host, Sherrard, talking to the lovely Christine Curon, who is a business mogul, has a lot going on in her young life. You know, 36 years old, I have suits older than her, my goodness, but she's doing great <laughs> things in the industry. Now, Christine, um, tell me a little bit about what advice would you give to young ladies who are out there selling their bodies in order to get ahead. Look, I can't even lie. If you look me up online, you know, I was a bikini model, lingerie model back in my early 20s, everything very classy. I mean, I was on billboards. I was on the, the cover of magazines. I think it's all about evolving. I don't have anything to say negative about people who utilize, you know, what you have, you know, as long as you do it in a way that makes you feel comfortable. Um, you know what? I mean, I was literally on the cover of Lottie Dow lingerie when I was 23 years old, which is a super classy lingerie magazine. And I was selling lingerie. I mean, it's so different than being on a cover of Victoria's Secret magazine. I was a bikini model because I'm not tall enough to do fashion, even though I did a lot of bikini fashion, um, you know, uh, runway and stuff when I was younger. I think it's about evolving. I think it's about keeping your morals in check and making sure that you feel comfortable in whatever you're doing and that you're constantly getting to the next level and you have an understanding of where you want to be and what you want to do. Now, now when you, for example, um, I see your questions. We'll get them in a moment. The ladies like example who want to get in this industry and be where you are, for example, you know, what is usually the stepping stone for that? Because they can't just wake up out of bed and all of a sudden be in the biggest meetings with Netflix and all these different people like you. So what's the steps that typically leads to them getting to where you are? I mean, like I said, it's 15 years of work and hard work and don't think anything's going to happen overnight. I've had some really, really big ups. Like very early on in my career. And then, I, I mean, I was on a billboard and like, you know, two years into my modeling career because I was just a good worker. I just showed up on time. I had a good attitude. I gave my best. And, you know, people don't realize that it's not about always about the, being the hottest model or the best actress. But it's about your, your drive, your ambition and how hard you work. Um, and then, and, you know, like even when I started doing interviews with celebrities, I mean, I remember watching my videos and thinking, God, like, I talk too fast, which I talk super fast in real life. And I'm like, oh, I don't like the way I was looking. And and I taught myself and I just watched my videos and I did better the next time. Watch my videos, did better next time. And I think it's all about how hard you work and how much you know you put into your craft um, that people respect that. And then you get a little bit up the notch a little bit. I literally, at this point, 15 years later, people will call me that I haven't talked to in 10 years. And be like, hey, Christine, remember me? We did this, this together. I want to do this. And I'm like, yeah. And they book me or book my talent or book from 10 years ago or vice versa. I'm like, oh my God, I have an opportunity and I need this particular type of person. And I'm like, I know somebody. And I call someone from 10 years ago. They answer the phone like, oh my God, Christine. Da, da, da. Relationship building. Your network is your net worth. And it is so true. I cannot preach it enough. It's so true. So when you're in this industry like I and you and you've been in, in season and you've done it for many years, you see somebody making big mistakes. Give us uh, two things you say. Now it's a whole laundry list of things people do that you say like, oh, don't do that. But give me two things that you see people make mistakes on that you say that's a big no-no. Um, getting offended when 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 people don't want to pay you what you think you're worth. I'll just do it for exposure. And then you have someone with a hundred thousand followers are like, no. I get paid, you know, $2,000. I think it's a collaboration of the minds. And I think more so in this industry than ever before with the internet and with all of the resources that we have, it's how you collaborate, right? Like 
I had an entertainment company come into my, my studio, you know, the other day, like, how much are you going to pay for influencers to be on Dining Divas? And I'm like, I don't pay them to be on Dining Divas. It's, it's kind of like, you know, when you do an interview, you do it for promotion of yourself, you do it for collaboration, you do it to exchange eyeballs. And if you don't understand that in this industry, then you're, you shouldn't be in this industry. You get paid to be an influencer when you're supporting a brand, you're wearing someone's clothing line, not when you're exchanging eyeballs and talking. Like right now, you and me are doing a collaboration, right? That's what we that's what we do. And exactly. I have some I've had influencers on my show that have freaking four million followers. Like I have people with major, major viewership and they don't ask me for a dollar. Like it's it's understanding where you're at. If you're gonna star in a movie fine. You get paid because now you're reading lines for someone's movie. You're not promoting yourself. If you're going to be and doing a collaboration where we're promoting each other, talking about our future and what we're working on and stuff like that, it's exchange of eyeballs. So I think the biggest mistake that people make is thinking that everything has to have a monetary value when you don't bring anything to the table. Very good. You know, and, and sometimes, and I know you know this as well, being a television host and interviewing celebrities for a long time, some of the toughest ones to deal with were the ones that thought they were famous or want to be famous. Those are the ones that you have to, um, you know, they want Bring you to reach back out down to them. planet Earth. <laughs> Come on back down. Let's pop that bo- that balloon real quick. Oh my goodness. But the some of the but- celebrities are the nicest ones. They're like, sure. Absolutely. Absolutely. I know Lamar Odom is the nicest guy in the world. He's the nicest guy in the world, but that just goes to show you, you know, people who just want to be there, want to be this and this and that can be the toughest ones to deal with. Um, ladies and gentlemen, we're going to take some questions from you uh, for the lovely Christine Curon. You ready set for these questions, Christine? Uh, I mean, shoot. (laughs) (laughs) I don't even know. Now this question is from Paula. This is from Paula. She is in Miami. She says she loves Dining Diva and she loves that you're doing such big things in the industry. She loves the advice that you're giving um, younger women as well. And her question is, where do you find, or where do you, what do you do to have the most fun and relax after a busy day? So it's so funny. I was actually talking about this with my business partner because, you know, being in this industry forever, I was la- actually, I was talking about this with my daughter. My daughter's 17. I was talking about this with her yesterday too. I had this conversation twice this week and we were laughing about how being in this industry for so long, my Friday night, it's like, oh, I can't wait to go home, put my pajamas on, pop a bottle of wine, watch a Netflix movie and chill, right? And everybody else, like doctors and lawyers, they work all week and they're like, let's get a bottle at Live. Let's go to Live and get a table in it. And it's like, I I booked those tables. I booked those girls. Like, I don't want anything to do or see with that, you know? And it's just a funny dynamic of the difference of um, lifestyles, you know? But I, I totally get it. So for me, I like to wake up really, really early on the weekend, go run on the beach, go to the gym. Um, I I actually, if I'm going to drink or have a good night, it's usually on a weekday. (laughs) It's like I'm the opposite of like normal people. (laughs) And then I'm going to go to bed tonight early, probably like what time is it? It's early. And um, that's my normal day. So like my normal life is I can have like a two o'clock business meeting and have a glass of wine and that's my fun. And so that's how I kind of enjoy my, I, I live vicariously through my work. I have a great, I have a great time having business. Tomorrow I'm having a business meeting at four o'clock at a restaurant in Miami. I'm going to get wined and dined by 6 PM. I'm going to be tipsy and I'm going to go home and I'm going to be passed out by eight. That's how I, that's how I enjoy my life. Paula, we thank you so much for your question. <laughs> this question is for Dwayne. 
This question is from Dwayne, Dwayne, who is in Utah. He said, I'm a big fan as well. You're a beautiful young lady. Um, still, are you 36 years old? He can't believe it. You're so young uh, looking. His you question- You look old? Wait, wait, wait. I'm confused by this question. That you look so young. You can't believe you're 36. Oh, that I, okay. I look, I look younger. You look okay. so how, young. How young? Wait, how young? How, how long, young Dwayne? <laughs> he said you look 28. <laughs> oh, okay. I'll, that's Botox, baby. I'm just uh -oh. like, okay. <laughs> Beautiful. But his question, his question for you is when you've been in the industry this long, don't, do you have to find ways to reinvigorate yourself? Yeah, that's what I'm talking about. I need my dopamine, my serotonin high. I have to have like something working. That's why I suggest if you want to be in this industry full time, you have a lot of projects and understand one thing. And I tell this to all my partners because one of my newer partners, Brian Breach with America's Gone Viral, which is a TV show that we're actually finally it's moving very quickly now. But I told him when he came to me with the idea, I said, it, it's going to take a year to two years before it gets legs. It's all about manifesting it talking about it, finding the right people who have interest in it, and then starting to get that snowball rolling. There's nothing, unless you're rich, <laughs> it's not going to happen off rip. And I have done at least 10 to 12 projects. And I know how this works. It's from the time that you think it, it's a minimum of a year to two years before it actually comes to fruition. You know, Dining Divas, it took me, uh, from the time I thought it, from the time it actually started really rolling a year and a half, two years. And that's wow. with everything. That's beautiful. That's beautiful. Appreciate your question, Dwayne. This last question is from Steven. He is in Dallas, Texas. His question and comment, first of all, he said, you and Sherrard are connecting so well on the show. Have you all met before? <laughs> no, that's why I was like, Sherrard, my people, what's up? <laughs> you know, when you know your tribe, like when you, it's, it's, it's one of those things that you, You've been down the same roads, the same paths, you know, simultaneously, but you never crossed yet. And here we are crossing. Thank you, Sharon, for the introduction. And, um, I, you know, we, we both understand each other. Yeah, and, and it's, it's wonderful. You, you, people like you um, make my job pretty easy, uh, Christine, because we're here. We're here. I'm just not like pulling teeth. We appreciate it. And we also appreciate all you all's questions. I know we have a lot more questions for her, but she is a busy lady. So what is your email address, Christine, where they can reach out to you if they have any questions or any business advice or questions you may be able to give them? Sure. Christine Curran TV at Gmail. My first okay, it's right, it's right. It's right on your monitor. Christine, I thank you so much for being on the Sherrard Show. Um, what's your final words or final thoughts for the audience? Oh, I just want to say thank you for having me. And this has been a great interview. You're you're really good, Sherard. I got to give you like, I think you got like the host of the year award. <laughs> you're great. You're really good. I, I, we, I'm, I, I, it was a great time talking to you. And thank you so much for having me. And thank you everybody that watched. And anything you have to ask me, just look me up, Christine Curran on all social media platforms. You'll find me. Likewise. Well, I guess I'm going to be looking you up when I'm in Miami because we're going to have to go to one of those restaurants where she's been just dining and having a wonderful time. And Sharon, I want to appreciate you for um, referring this wonderful young lady. She's going to be so successful. She's already successful, but she's going to do even greater things with that. And on our next episode of The Sherrard Show, we have Colombian superstar Ali Stone that's going to be on The Sherrard Show, as well as a couple other special guests. In the meantime, follow us up with our newsletter and then also watch us on Essence Television as well as iHeart radio in the meantime be safe be blessed i'll see you next episode bye-bye now bye thank you for joining us on this episode of the sherrod show 
If you like additional information about our episodes, you can log on to thesharadshow.com. You can also check us out on social media, like us on Facebook, look at our YouTube videos, subscribe to our newsletter at Essence Television Networks at gmail.com. If you would like to get information to the host, Sherrod, you can email him at thesharadshow.com. Once again, thank you for joining us and we'll see you next week.